Greetings, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Turning a Moment into a Movement. And I am your host, Jay Love. And I represent the Justice for Gerard movement. Gerard is my son who was wrongfully convicted of a crime that he didn't do, innocent, and he went to prison, had no knowledge of the crime. And so um, because of that journey with my son, I realized that innocence is not a defense, especially when you are um, the target of the, um, of, the, of the crime. So because of that journey with him, I realized that uh, there were so many other Gerards and so many other families who were going through the same thing as I was going through. Uh, with a wrongful conviction. So um, that birthed this movement, turning a moment into a movement. And we come here on Friday to talk about um, not only wrongful con uh, convictions, but in injustice as well. But also this, uh, lately, these weeks, we've been, um, past few weeks, we've been focusing on community accountability. And so that's what we're going to talk about really in a nutshell today about community accountability with our great um, uh, advocate and minister, Minister Malik Sabaz, uh, who does so much work in, in our community. And But first, before I bring on Minister Malik Sabaz, I also want to bring on our panel members, those that are here, let them introduce themselves to you. And then we're going to proceed on with the show. So just one second. I saw Rabatia. Hold on, you guys. Here she is. Hi, Rabatia. Well, hello. How are you doing today? I'm great. How about yourself? Wonderful. Wonderful. I am glad to be here. Glad to be on the show tonight. And um, I'm just excited about having this conversation. I tell you, when you're out in the community and you see things day to day, and see the discrimination that happens all over, um, especially here in Michigan, um, it is very daunting um, to say the least. I, I am excited because I do see people becoming more active now than they ever have been before. And they are speaking up, speaking out, and it is important for us to do that. And sometimes people just don't know how to have the conversation. And I'm so glad because here at Turning the Moment into a Movement, we get to have the conversation. We get to exactly. teach and educate. Um, I'm, I'm Reverend Tia Little John, as you stated, and I have been at Transforming Love Community uh, since 2002, um, ministering over there. I'm also part of the Michigan Social Justice Network and um, many other things, the G100 Women's women uh, coming together, united all over the, the world. And I am the owner of the Choice Zone. And the Choice Zone is where I help people transform their lives. So I'm excited to be here. I think transformation begins within. I think it yes. begins with us individually and then definitely collectively. So thank you for all the work that you do, Jay. Thank you for helping us get clear and know the truth. Yes. And also, we want to send some love out to Edward, who was going to join us um, today. But I just spoken with him and he's under the weather. He has um, COVID. And so we just want to send some love to him and um, 
some healing energy to Edward. Um, yes, yes. We are praying for you and with you. Yes, I just spoke with him yesterday. Yeah. Oh my. And so okay. I just talked to him right before we came on. He was sounding pretty bad. So just yeah, want to we'll send some healing back. energy to him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I don't see Attorney Hugo Mack on right now. You know so, he's coming. Yeah, he's coming. We but know I, he's coming strong. Right. I want to bring in Minister Melissa Bass. I'm going to mm -hmm. put him on here. And okay. um, he's not in. There he is. Hello. Hey, hey. How you doing? <laughs> all right. How are you, Minister? Introduce yourself and tell us all the stuff that you do. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, give an honor to God. Um, yeah. I'm Malik Shabazz, and uh, I just want to say I'm, I'm glad to be here uh, with you sisters and Brother Edward. We're praying for a most expeditious uh, and complete healing for our brother and for anybody that mm -hmm. is physically sick or emotionally, mentally, spiritually, mm -hmm. whatnot, economically sick in whatever way. We're praying for, and we uh, sweat equity for healing, yes. for transformation, for transfiguration. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. So introduce yourself and tell us all the stuff that you do. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, again, I have to give honor. Um, to God, um, uh, we're involved in a lot of things. Uh, I guess like Paul Robeson talked about there not being a front nor a rear, but the battlefield being everywhere. Uh, Brother Malcolm talked about uh, that we're not fighting on one front but we're fighting on all fronts. I don't yeah. think we fight on every front, but we fight on uh, many. Uh, mm -hmm. Voter I registration, uh, we've been registering people to vote, uh, several thousand. Uh, I saw uh, you out today, you were protesting. Yes, today uh, we were on DeQuinder, and Nevada, uh, 48234, Stephen Radcliffe, black father, uh, murdered just as by car, vehicular homicide. Uh, and here's the thing, Stephen Radcliffe's mother, Beverly Winfrey, who naturally is uh, broken apart about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, second greatest love in the universe is mother love. Mm -hmm. The greatest is, uh, no offense to anyone, uh, Yahweh's love for us. Mm -hmm. um, and we struggle to be worthy of it. We're not, but we, uh, but the second greatest is mother love, not a microwave mama, but a mother. 
Uh, her father was sadly murdered by Carr when she was 14. Uh, I believe she's 14 or 13, and that remains unsolved. Um, and so we're passing out the Crime Stoppers 1-800-SPEAK-UP uh, reward flyers as well. Uh, we have all kinds of flyers. Uh, people, groups give us flyers. Uh, the city of Detroit gives us boxes uh, once or twice a month. Sometimes they mail it uh, to me or to Deacon Bruce or whatnot. Uh, jobs, free job, free job training and job placement. Uh, Wayne County Community College District um, information. Uh, DDOT is hiring drivers and mechanics the police, the fire, the EMS, uh, where you can get free food, uh, Wayne Metro. Uh, uh, we pass out all of that and more. Uh, WIC and whatnot. Uh, expungement information. Uh, rent support. There's hundreds of millions of dollars here to support renters, to support landlords, uh, because you know the economics of the of the pandemic, mm -hmm. uh, well, pandemic, pandemic, uh, whichever one is real. Mm -hmm. I I'm a believer in COVID. I don't know if it's an accident. I don't know if it was willfully, skillfully, and purposely planned. Because I do know that the insidious forces who misrule not this nation, but the globe. This is the headquarters. Mm -hmm. uh, they will do stuff like that. Before the Tuskegee experiment, the creating of a disease, and I don't want to mispronounce it, uh, called dreptomania, which explains why the enslaved African wants to run away. You're not tired of watching your mama be raped or your daughter be raped or your your wife be raped and you can't do nothing. I mean, you can, and you also ain't going to live or you're going to have to run with the quickness. Uh, uh, working from Can't See Morning to Can't See Dawn, uh, building the White House, and naming it the White House uh, mm -hmm. and putting us in the outhouse. Uh, we can go on and on. Uh, Harvard, the churches, the lakes, the street, the dams, all that. We built these things. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we, uh, we deal with a lot of things in the community. Um, white supremacy, uh, whatnot. Um, the school takeovers, plural, uh, the takeover of the city of Detroit, um, emergency managers, emergency financial managers, EMs, EF, EFMs appointed by MFs in Lansing, all of the so-called minority, majority municipalities in this state. At one point, either the city or the school or the court system taking over. Some, all three, 
Detroit, all three. You know, mm -hmm. Benton Harbor, Ecorse, Highland Park, Buena Vista, a black area. They closed the school system. So, you know, we deal with all that uh, rape, robbery, uh, murder, uh, crack, heroin, uh, uh, trying to get people into school, trying to get people uh, um, uh, jobs, trying to get people alternatives to stealing copper or aluminum or robbing an 89-year-old great-grandmother. But, you know, for those that don't want the alternatives, the options, then forgive me. We give you over to the white man. Uh, I am not one who thinks that there are not some of us that don't deserve to be in prison. Now, I'm against innocent people going to prison, going to jail. And I take my hat off to you, Sister J. You got Gerard out, and he was innocent. But instead of sitting back, chilling, uh, 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 partying, you are reaching back. You are reaching black to help other wrongfully incarcerated and accused people. And that's always been a problem in this system of jurisprudence. Off the rip. <laughs> Off the rip. So I don't want any, not one innocent man or woman, no matter what their color. But we know disproportionately how stuff is laying. Always. <laughs> Always it's laying disproportionately if it's rotten on you and me. Um, but there are some what I call triggers uh, that have, are too far gone. And just because you're black, that doesn't mean we want you robbing our grandmothers, robbing our uncles, Uncle, Uncle Bob, Uncle Joe. Robbing children at the bus stop or their lunch money. Um, so there are black people who who unfortunately are too far gone that they need to go somewhere. Um, and we don't have anything set up for re retraining their mind. Those are goals, those are plans. But uh, you know, so we do a lot of things. We're out in the street, highway, byway, alleyway, uh uh, missing people. Um, we've had some success with missing people. Um, we've had some success uh, with rapes, serial rapists. Uh, uh, about 110 serial rapists where they need to be. Um, uh, 2,000 drug houses closed down. Uh, whorehouses chop shops, uh, gas stations, liquor stores, party stores, and there's a difference. Gas station, liquor store, grocery store, party store. Uh, selling rotten meat, selling Hennessy to children like their fathers, their grandfathers did it to me. When I was 14, they sold me Big Jug, and that's what it was. 64 ounce, 
a malt liquor. They sold me Old English. They sold me Hennessy. Sometimes they sold me watches. Sometimes they sold me things to go up my nose. I shouldn't have been into this, but they shouldn't have been giving it, well, selling it to me. Um, so you have a lot of that still going on. Uh, 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 we get calls about job discrimination and, uh, you know, they say they've been blackballed and blacklisted and black sheep. We say whiteballed, whitelisted, white sheep. Uh, but, you know, basically whatever it is, you know, we try to uh, deal with it. We try to connect people to elected officials. Uh, we try to work with various state reps, state senators, county commissioners, uh, Mayor Kilpatrick, uh, 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 you know, it's amazing, you know, free Kwame, you, 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 not you, people wanted Kwame gone. You know, we said whatever he did or whatever that we should check him. We didn't want white supremacy checking the young black mayor. We check him. We correct him. Uh, uh, and that if we let them do what they're doing, they're going to take over the entire city. And they did. The mm -hmm. city, the court system, and the uh, school system. They did. Uh, but we work with elected officials where we can. It doesn't mean we agree. I don't agree with everything about Kwame Kilpatrick, but did we work with him to clean up parks to have, and, and Mayor Duggan, to have clean parks for our children? I remember when the kids are going to the park, they're walking through, and it's like the Ten Commandments movie. They, they cut, under the Bing administration, the grass six feet high, eight feet high, taller than the babies. And they would cut a walkway, a walkway through the park, not the whole park, a walkway. The kids was like, it was like the water. I mean, this is incredible. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Uh, I, we have no shame about working with elected officials uh, on those kinds of issues and others. Um, we work with the police. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we know the history uh, 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 enslavement catchers. We know that. We got that. But if you're on streets that... Uh, Many people, some people don't even want to drive down when you're going up inside of abandoned houses or you're dealing with dirty, dangerous, open, abandoned buildings where dope is sold, where women are raped, kids are raped, bodies are dumped, uh, smoke houses, and all <laughs> of that. Uh, it is wise to have a relationship. Uh, with the police. But, mm -hmm. you know, when we started out, we had the type of relationship that, uh, for those who may be familiar, New Era Detroit had uh, a while back, where mm -hmm. they were being uh, bothered and picked with and harassed. Well, 
uh, 30 plus years before New Era, that was us. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, but it has grown through time. Uh, we have relationships uh, with the police. It's probably the best now than it's ever been for us. But mm -hmm. no, we can't kill the fatted calf. They got much more work to do. I saw a news story where two police went into some club or something the other day and they were part of the vice squad. They're checking for children. And I got no, you should. Children shouldn't be in there. And no offense. I know it's a, these are legitimate businesses or whatever. Uh, I don't know if it was a gentleman's club. I don't know what's gentlemanly about naked, near naked. Well, some women are doing what they got to do to feed them. I, I, I know that, to take care. But I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, but you should be checking for children. But because you can't just touch somebody. Right. You can't just grab somebody. Uh, and he yanks away which is a natural reaction. And then you jump on him and pulverize yeah. him. And then you and I got to say, well, he did the right thing because he didn't fight him and they would have shot him. Well, yes, that's true. And we should never start anything. And I'm not advocating anything. But self-defense is a law of God. Mm -hmm. Don't aggress on anyone. As a matter of fact, try to walk away. Try to get away. Try it with every means you can. But when it becomes crystal clear that you're not let, you're going to harm me, then I reserve the right should I decide to get with you. Now, there's consequences. When you talk about the police mm -hmm. in this, and I'm aware of that. Again, I'm not advising anything that the African Holy Ghost does not advise anybody to do. I'm just reminding you that self-defense is a right. See, everybody wants to go home. Not just you. Yes, police lives matter. Blue lives matter. White lives matter matter all life matter human animal insect plant but it needs to start with the most oppressed recessed and depressed people and again not just here we don't have an american problem we have a global problem we domicile here our problem is everywhere you name me one country on earth one where the black man, black woman, and black child, we are living the way we should with justice for all. And we got freedom, justice, equality, safety, security, self-determination, prosperity as a group. As a group. I'm not talking about, there's individual success, success stories of us in every nation on this earth. I'm talking about the group, Ubuntu.
I am because you are. You mm -hmm. and I. You and I are because we are. I, you, we are because God is. That's what I'm talking about. Justice, which is no respecter of persons. Everybody uh, deserves justice. So, you know, I don't know if y'all have any specific questions about <laughs> our activities. Uh, we, we're, we're on the phone with police almost every day, politicians almost every day. And, 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 and let me say something. You know, we misconstrue a lot of things as black people. It's how we've been taught. And it is true, the Willie, the Willetta Lynch, the self-hatred, the E and J, and I'm not talking about Brandy. Uh, the scripture tells us this stuff is crueler than the grave because it will turn a good person, a good person into a imp of Satan. And the only being lower then Satan is the ones that work for Satan. We don't have relationships with mayors, council people, state reps, crime stoppers, Lieutenant Craig, White, Godby, whatever. Because we are just enamored with them. Nothing against any of them. It's for the people. It's to get something done yeah that's what it's about to push the ball down the field look lions we love you but just go this way the goal line this way just <laughs> go that way now we want to get the winning touchdown but until that happens let's go that way we we need a first down We'll take a second. Hell, we'll take a third. We're so desperate for big. We'll we'll take a fourth. You can punt or do an offside kick. I don't care. We're going that way. And that's what the relationship is about. Because these people I named and with all due uh, respect to them, they come and go. Elected officials, politicians, politricksters, uh, uh, POTUSes, POTUS Obama, POTUS Coochie Grabber, Slick and Wild and Wet, Willie Clinton, Papa Doc Bush, Baby Doc Bush, POTUS Coochie Grabber, <laughs> Biden. They come and go. But it is God that is eternal. And the yearning for justice, equality, our our, our, our human rights, that's eternal. And all of us on this panel and everybody breathing, we're going to physically die. We will not die from our soul goes to God, hopefully, prayerfully. <laughs> uh, but but uh, what do we pass on to the kids? Mm -hmm. Did we make it any easier? Did we make it any better? Will they have to keep refighting the same fights? And it is just absolutely incredible. 
here we are. Uh, after chattel enslavement, and uh, we have our eight, 10 years of reconstruction, you know, black lieutenant governors, black sheriffs, black folks owning stuff, black mayors and whatnot. And then the Northern white folks and the Southern white folks decide, well, you know, we didn't punish you long enough. Come on back, you my brother, remove the troops and they can do whatever they want to do. And they mm -hmm. took everything back. And that's where we are now. Yeah. We defeated Donald Trump, POTUS coochie grabber. We did not defeat white supremacy. White supremacy is the order of the day, even under Obama. And I supported Obama twice hard. I'd support him a third time if I could. But I'm telling you, from that White House built by our people, white supremacy is the order of the day and it's in everything yeah our education the politics the 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 law the 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 medicine uh and i know we under COVID. uh medicine uh everything religion everything everything is white supremacy you know i was told as a young fella, uh, my mother told me, and I say it respectfully, but it's how we've been taught. You know, you you good looking. You know, uh, you light skin. Uh, 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 you got that good hair. All hair is good. All skin is good. Uh, but the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Uh, don't. When you grow up, don't marry a black girl too black because you don't want any ugly trigger babies. No harm was meant. There was no harm. It was done out of love. But this is this is what's, what, what we've been subjected to. Uh, we played cowboys and Indians, and nobody wanted to be the Indian. We all wanted to be John Wayne. Clint Eastwood, uh, Jeffrey Hunter. Uh, we wanted to be all of them, but nobody wanted to be original. Nobody wanted to be of color. I was a little black boy in love with Shirley Temple. I'm not talking about loving the movie. I'm talking about as a little boy, Thinking she was cute, thinking she was pretty. I mean, I'm just telling you. Uh, you know, I had to get a little older and realize that nobody was more beautiful than a uh, a Dorothy Dandridge or a Cicely Tyson. I had to grow. I remember when I was a little kid, uh, Diana Carroll. What was? She played the nurse. Do you? Do yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a big <laughs> deal. That was. This is what we come. That was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, these white folks have been getting us through commission and omission. It's either direct or they leaving us out. 
Either way, we're got. And the combination has produced what we got right now today. So, you know, yeah. I just have to give the glory to uh, Black Jesus. I hope that doesn't offend anybody. Uh, I come from the Pan-African Orthodox Christian Church, the Shrines of the Black Madonna, under the Honorable Jeremoji Abebe Ajiman, Black Christian Nationalism. Uh, I believe that Jesus was a black, and I really don't like you calling him Jesus because that's a trigger name. And, and, and we all got trigger. You know, white folks name their animals, they name this, they name their horses, and they name their triggers. Uh, Yahshua or Yeshua. Because he's a Hebrew. Um, and uh, so I come up from that. Um, I believe in love. Uh, I believe love is the best weapon we have. I believe love is the only weapon. I believe love will get us jobs. Love will get us education. Love will do something about the garbage <laughs> in the street. The garbage in the street. You know, my neighborhood, we had them halfway together. We worked hard. We did all kind of cleanups and rakes and asked people to volunteer. And we, we got them together. <laughs> Almost my whole neighborhood on this garbage and this dumping because the trash, the filth was three, four, five feet high. The rats dancing in the garbage, the cats jumping on top of the garbage to get the rats and the dogs on standby waiting on the cats. <laughs> and almost got that cut out. And then COVID. And it's like, we, we filthy again. <laughs> we filthy. I, I ain't want nobody come by my house. You, 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 I mean, and the city come and get it. The city comes and get it, and people can hate all they want. I want to give the Duggan administration some credit. We were cleaning up the city until COVID. We weren't where we should be, but we were going like this. Now we right back to where we started. Before COVID, they would wait for the, the, the city to pick up the garbage or we pile it up, the neighbor we get, and we put it together, organize it, and they come get it. They wait a week or three, four days. Now it's three, four hours. Hey, they pick that shit up. Come on. And I mean, you leave, you go to two meetings, you come back home, and what happened? <laughs> and there's white folks helping us with our filth. White people are dumping on us. But we're dumping too. Mm -hmm. And I just believe in correcting it all. I, I am against police terrorism. I don't even call it police abuse. I don't even call it police brutality. I call it police terrorism. Because that's what it is. And it's systematic. Mm -hmm. But uh, And we were the first on the scene of Warren in 23rd. November 1992, and we saw it all the way through. We saw it all the way through. And there were other cases, many others. Um, so we will oppose the police 
when necessary. But again, uh, we do need to keep a relationship like when Latima Warren, the mother of four, who his sister was shot up, sliced up and shot up, decapitated. And we saw what we saw in the backyard of that house, Latima's clothing, baby clothing, baby food, uh, dirt that had been bothered with. Well, we needed to be able to call the police at the highest level yeah. to say, hey, look, and there's a little baby. Now, Latima's decapitated. I mean, imagine that. Decapitated. And that newborn baby is next. That's why all that stuff in the backyard. So to be able to get the police to come and to move expeditiously. And mm -hmm. uh, we thank God that they did. Yeah. But we need... But really, I'm going to tell you something, uh, and it hurts me. 39 years ago, if I had an hour, I spent the first 50 minutes on white folks as the skunk of the planet Earth, collectively. And it's true. It was true then, and it's true now. Not all individuals collectively, globally. And I spent 10 minutes on what we need to do. Well, from my vantage point, the tide has turned. And as the Honorable Jeremogia Bebe Ajiman taught us, uh, BCN, that the enemy is not always today not clearly defined as black and white like it used to be. Because see, when a woman was decapitated, we knew it was a white boy. We knew that. We didn't do that shit, okay? But now... We've taken on alien, hostile, folkways, mores, norms, uh, behaviors. Uh, France Fanon, in his writings, uh, uh, Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, Honorable Elijah Muhammad, they broke this down a long time ago, and it's exacerbated now. Um, right. The mindset, we've taken on, and we're doing. Yeah. What others did. And others can sit back. Now they shoot you when they want to. And they'll hang you, they'll do whatever, just like when they want to. But they, I don't have to do that to you all day long anymore. Right. You are tricked to do it. Right. So now I'm sad to say we have an hour. The first 10 minutes is on indicting white supremacy because we need to know what happened and why 
What happened? The apartheid, not just in South Africa, the apartheid, the historicide, the menticide, the genocide. We've got to over... So we spend the first 10 minutes on that. And then we spend the last 50 minutes on uh, what we need to do. Right. And that's why we're here today. We want to really have a conversation about community accountability. And you are the poster child out there. You're out here in the community um, doing a lot of work. And you also are not afraid to hold us accountable on what we suppose, what we should be doing as community members. Um, we are, we are our brother's keeper. And, and when we're looking at, and like you said, when we're looking at holding other people accountable, we also have to hold our own self accountable mm-hmm. because nobody can't do to you unless um, things to you, unless you allow them to do those things to you. And when you have that mindset, that's how it's okay for these things to happen to us mm-hmm. on that level because of the mindsets that we are having. And so, and that's why we hit it on Fridays to have these conversations so we can trigger thought, we can trigger action because yes. it's going to take um, each of us individually to make a change, um, to make a change so we can initiate others to change. Mm-hmm. But if we don't change, nobody else will. That's right. And let me say this. I want to thank you for having me. I have been watching your show. Um, I rarely see it live. I usually see it the next day or two, three days later. But after I watch it, you know, Jay, I I put it out. I know. 50 pages or whatnot. (laughs) But I have been a long time admirer of uh, what you're doing. I have watched you. Coming up on Sam Riddle, uh, shout out Sam Riddle. I miss him Me on too. <laughs> the radio. I miss him on the radio. No diss. I tried to get that spot. I did. I, did. I called Kevin Adele. I, I tried to get that spot. Uh, and it was going to be Bullock. I don't know what happened there. It was, then it's going to be, uh, it was, uh, Herb Strather, uh-huh. and now uh, Anthony, Anthony Adams. Adams. No problem, you know, uh, it's all good. But uh, I tried to get it, but I miss Sam Riddle. But I watched you come. No offense, coming up on there, and in the beginning, you were kind of uh, a little timid, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> hey, you like the road, Tupac, the roads that grew from concrete. <laughs> You know, and uh, Tupac Pac say people get caught up that the rose came out of the concrete. You need to ask the rose how. Mm-hmm. And I watched you, you know, flossing and doing the damn thing. Uh, and it's always a joy. And the movement has to be fought on all levels, right. in every manner, and right. in every field of activity. We need it all, and we need to have a wide tent, a wide tent to mm-hmm. accept different people. Right. You know, I'm, 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 I'm unashamedly 
uh, a black Christian nationalist, but I study Islam and other things because I want to learn. I want to mm -hmm. know, but I, I, when I'm out there, uh, I know who I'm calling and I know who has saved me and covered me over and over and over. And I stick with that, but I like to read. We need to teach our people to read. The Honorable Marcus Garvey said that we should read four hours a day. Now I know that's almost impossible, but my grandmother, my grandfather, some of my unks and aunts uh, read in the bathroom, read in the bathtub, the water get cold. You let the ain't even soaped up yet. You <laughs> rerun it, put some more of that bubble bath and all, and pick that book back up. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't read everything on the phone right. or on a laptop. I like to have a book in my hand. I mm -hmm. like to have the newspaper in my hand. Now, if you send me an article, uh, text it or whatever, Okay, I'm going to go and read that. But I'm not mm. reading the paper. I want it in my hand, in that mm. bathtub. Right. <laughs> you can become a genius. Yeah. Sitting on the commode. Now, be sure to wash your hands and wash that book right. off afterwards. <laughs> but you can read, and while the filth is going out, something good can come in. We yeah. have to read. We have to read. Uh, we got to study, um, as the scriptures say, study, show ourselves approved. Yes. Uh, reading opens up doors. It opens up doors. We got to learn yeah. how to listen and bring the elders and the young people together. Yeah. Because we need each other. We young do. folks think old folks don't know a damn thing. Old folks feel like young folks is out of control. We need each other. Mm -hmm. We need each other. Exactly. Bring the men and women together. Right. Bring the men and women together. All <laughs> men need to love and respect and protect women. Always. Yes. yes. We're going to start with the woman who has suffered with us and had our back. And Malcolm said she was the most oppressed person on earth. She yeah. suffers racism from white folks and sexism from everybody, including her own man. We're going to mm -hmm. start with the black woman. And when we sit the black woman, that Nubian goddess, that comedic queen, when we sit you back on your chair as, uh, as a throne, then we become kings again. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Minister Malik. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Attorney Hugo Matt. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hey, brother. Great. How about yourself? Well, good to see you, beloved. And it was just um, I had to step out and take care of some business. So, but but I've been here and I've been listening to the minister. Uh, never actually met him. Heard him speak many many times uh, with uh, Sam Riddle, a good friend of mine. You know what the hell. And so it's, it's, it's one of those things. And, and I'll, I will confess to the minister, as I've told all y'all, I told Sam himself, he's a man that I plagiarized routinely, you know, but uh, so to all the haters who, you know, say, well, you saying what Sam will say, what the hell, you know, it's over, you out of here. 
you know, Sam Riddle told me he's over it already. So, so am I. So if the victim is over it already, all you haters, y'all get over it too now. So right. Sam said, we learn from each other, you know? That's right. And, yeah. and, then, and then along the way, there might be a few things Sam has heard me say that he's, he, he's incorporated in. And so, you know, it's not me versus you. It's us versus them, you see? Right. So if, if my teammates can throw a block for me and I can score, I'm not scoring for me. I'm scoring for us. You know That's right. And so, so the man that throws a block for the halfback getting in the end zone is as much or more valuable than the man who actually scores the touchdown himself. That's right. Although, although the stats may not show that pulling mm -hmm. guard, you know, getting a Heisman Trophy or something like that. But I tell you what, that halfback that got the Heisman Trophy knows he holds his collective behind to that offensive line. That's what he holds collective behind to. Otherwise, he's just meat for the slaughter. So um, I'm, I'm certainly very, very happy to be here. I'm happy to hear what uh, the minister has uh, has said. And I'm happy to grow in my venue. You know, you must grow in the garden where God has placed you. Mm -hmm. And a light shines brightest at its source, okay? Any flashlight is brightest at the bulb. The further you get away from the flashlight, the dimmer the light becomes. So we have a responsibility to grow in the garden that God has planted us in. That's you know, and, and, and our light will not only reach across miles, it will reach across the universe. And you mm -hmm. see, so, so that's why my understanding in, in, in the venue that God has put me in, in the courtroom, mm -hmm. to hear uh, Minister Shabazz and, and Jay Love and Tia and, and all the other uh, saints speak, it's encouraging to me because that bolsters me to go into the courtroom and confront systemic racism, to look at white jurors in the face and confront systemic racism in right. terms of their view of that black man, sad to say 90% of the time, 90% of the time, you know, that, that I'm representing in a, in, a, in, in a white racist supremacist system. And it is, it is. Yeah. And I wanna just add something that, that, that uh, the minister was saying. We do have to hold ourselves accountable. And you know, I've never been shy from saying that, J-Love. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you, you heard what I said in terms of Reverend Ed, Ed Pickney on last, last week. We are some of the most gullible people on the face of the earth, of the face of the earth, okay? We, we've sought to become so American, we've in the process of becoming American, we've lost our own identity. The people in this country who can least afford to lose their identity, least afford to lose their identity. Because I'm gonna give you a prime example now in terms of marijuana. Now, I told you before, we voted in droves in 2018, Black people mm -hmm. I'm talking about, to, to have recreational marijuana. Man, I got to get, I can't tell you how many young Black <laughs> men I spoke to. Man, look, skip all that, man. I got to get my, I got to get my buzz on, man. You know, <laughs> you know, have that medical marijuana card. I don't need that ass no more. I mean, you know, this is a real, real dynamic. And so, right. but what they don't understand is, in smoking that marijuana, you can still get stopped driving a vehicle under the influence of THC. And you will not get the benefit of the doubt of your white counterpart. You will definitely not get the benefit of the doubt of your white counterpart. The statistics show in Washtenaw County, you are four times likely to be stopped while driving a vehicle as your white counterpart. Those aren't okay. my stats. Those are stats in the Washtenaw County Sheriff's Department. In the state of Michigan, black people are the only demographic, about 13% of the state population, the only demographic in the state that is stopped at a higher percentage than their population in the state. Black people mm -hmm. by the state police get stopped 17% of the time. Now just think about that, think about that. 
nearly one out of every traffic stops from the state police involves a black person. Yes. Nearly one in five involves a black person. And blacks only make up 13%. And that's a total population. When you factor in children and the elderly, people that don't drive, it's actually about 7%. Mm -hmm. You've got 7% of the population absorbing 17% of the traffic stop. Okay, for things like a taillight uh, being out, a headlight being out, things where police have discretion to just warn you and release you. Say, I'm giving you uh, two weeks to get that, yeah, to, to get that taillight fixed. And I'm yeah. saying the, the, the records are beyond clear. There mm-hmm. is definitely a systemic bias in terms of seeing a black person driving an automobile in a quote unquote suspicious circumstance. Mm-hmm. They simply will not get the benefit of the doubt. I can prove right. it by my track record in court. We will mm-hmm. not get the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know even since Gerard's been home and he's been driving, he's been like doing deliveries and stuff. I'm telling you, he gets a ticket all the time. Mm. If it's not for, uh, uh, he had a, a mirror that was hit, uh, you know, that was broken off. He'd get something for that. Or mm-hmm. he bought a car that had tin on it. And so he mm-hmm. got a ticket for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he works in the city. And so he's constantly, I mean, even since he came home, he's paying tickets, you know, and he's just trying to deliver, you know, do his little job and constantly getting in this certain area. I can tell you, he's probably had had in a year that he's been home maybe 10 tickets wow. in yeah. this one little area of the city, just mm-hmm. delivering pieces. You know, the way crime is off the chain, and don't get, I'm not saying don't police traffic. If you're in the neighborhood doing 30 miles over the limit, I want to, like, like, like too often, they're doing 80 miles on residential streets. Yeah. I want you to deal with that. Right. But the one who's doing five, six miles over or the tail light is out, you ain't even got to pull them over. Pull up next to them. Well, you wonder, hey, your tail light. You need to get that fixed. Now, that's an official, you know, but they let, you know, don't we have more important things that we got missing people? We got people being raped. Most of the heinous stuff doesn't even make the news. I'm telling you. Yeah. Most of it does not make the news. You have more important things to worry about than uh, 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 the failure to use a turn signal. Mm-hmm. Now, if a dude or a woman is just in and out and no turn, well, then that's something different. But you you know what I'm saying. They're getting us on the humbug and criminalizing us and yeah. getting us into the system. Right. And it's by design. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, you know, it, it's sad because poverty, poverty itself is criminalized. Exactly. Um, and when you look <laughs> at who makes up most of the people, And who are the people working every day? Who are the people driving every day? Who are the people trying to make ends meet every day? 
And yet the color of our skin is more noticeable than anything mm. because it's, you know, and it shows a, a true uh, mindset of ignorance mm. for it to continue even to this day, mm. even to this day that the, the mind is, is that's, that's a, a clear indication of retardation of the mind. If you are holding on to something this long after 400 years, and yet you can go and advocate for an animal. Mm. Don't kill an animal. Mm. But you can kill a black man. Mm. And, and where we have as African Americans embraced the idea that we're already wrong. And studies indicate that there are children that believe that by the age five, six, seven, that I'm already I'm already on the bad side. I'm already there. And so it's going to take us changing the narrative on all of these things. Changing the narrative and then voting <laughs> and, and getting behind the causes and all of the um, legalities to change, to make change in our communities. They should not be behind us. We should not have to sweat because a cop car is behind us. But we do right. because right. they're running our plate. Right. If they find you know anything, they and sometimes even right. when they don't find anything, they're going to pull us over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Beulah Walker. Loyola. Right. The, and I'm not there, but the brother over here and the officers over here. How did you know that my tags or plates or whatever was not right or expired? How did you know from over here, except you saw me, you saw Trigger, and you turned? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is a daily occurrence. And again, exactly. the police are in, in general are too busy focused on people that they shouldn't be focused on. If, you know, and I'm being funny, but look, white folks, if it's just black folks you want, again, there's enough rotten, dirty, ratchet ones for you to get. The ones that's tearing up the community, if it's, re now, God can deal with them, but it reaches a, a point where we may not be, you can have them, but you're getting the innocent. You're getting those that aren't doing anything. Just those taking their mama to the doctor, those going to work or trying to go to work in a hoopty, trying to maintain a slice of a job. You see? So get the guilty ones, but no. Any black person, you can put anything on. Yeah. Look at that man. He on top of him. And before he shoots him, and this is another trick. Something he said, let go of my taser. The taser wasn't an issue. My face is on the ground. And you're on top of me with your gun. And you already discharged the taser. 
is only got two shots. And I stopped you from electrocuting me. And that's another thing. You look, look, well, resisting. Look, 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 look. If I ain't done nothing, or why are you bothering me again? I'm sure Grand Rapids police, you have more urgent things than that tag. Than that tag. Ain't there some dope somewhere? Ain't there some, some dope we can deal with or something? Or some murder? But even before it reaches the point of dope, and once it's dope, we got to get rid of it. I'm for that. But why don't we come up with some jobs, real jobs, with dignity and benefits on the front side before somebody feels that the only growth industry for me is the illegal pharmaceutical industry. You know, poverty. See, poverty is a crime. It's not a crime that you and I are poor. We're not. It's a crime that the system and people running it have tricked us and stacked the debt where we're poor. Now, even though that's the way it is, we still got to overcome and get up, stand up, and, and come up with alternatives for ourselves. But that is a crime. Mm -hmm. You got so many who have so much and too many who have too little. That mm -hmm. is a crime in a civilized society right. that wants to tell you and me about Christ Jesus. Yeah, I believe in the Savior, but you can't tell me shite about him. I'm watching you. You can't tell me nothing, Satan. Mm -hmm. Right. I, uh, Beulah had wrote in the comments that she pays 500 a month in vehicle insurance. It's mm. called black tax. Yeah. I'm basically paying for the freedom to drive. Yeah. Yeah, and she's not lying. And uh, mm -hmm. insurance companies have always oppressed us. Right. Insurance companies made out like fat rats during our enslavement. Right. And we need to stop letting um, this country and all these powers off the hooks. They right. owe us reparations. Um, France. Germany, uh, the Dutch, the 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 British, the Portuguese, the the Spanish, uh, different Arab nations owe us reparations for what they have done, and it was the Arab, and I'm not indicting all Arabs, and the first Arab was black, the first European was black, the first anybody anywhere on this earth was black. But the Arab enslavement on the eastern coast of the motherland weakened us for Western Europe to exactly come. Right. All of them owe us. Exactly they right. right here owe us. Exactly and we right. we can't bring up reparations, as far as I'm concerned, without bringing up reparations Ray Jenkins, without bringing up John Conyers. Reparations Ray Jenkins spent his money and dedicated, and I'm telling you what I know. 
what I saw. <laughs> I used to be the the operations director of Foreign Cobra here in Detroit. Uh, uh, he spent his money going all over the country, talking and teaching about reparations. I remember hardly anybody wanted to talk about reparations. And John Conyers, of course, who submitted the bill uh, mm -hmm. every year. And it was Cicero Love, who's still alive in Detroit, uh, Chris Alston, master researcher. He's an ancestor. Uh, reparations, Ray Jenkins, and myself, uh, and Ed Vaughn, uh, played, and, and Joanne Wise played a role. We were lobbying. We lobbied Congressman Conyers on reparations. And uh, he went and did it, and he continued to do it. But we are old uh, reparations. We built these economies. Uh, the state of Israel owes us reparations. And this is not anti-Semitic. We are Semitics. We are the Hebrews. Uh, before people in Russia or Germany or other places adopted or stole uh, the religion, uh, it was us. It was us. Um, we are the people of the book. Period. No, no debate. Um, uh, we're old reparations. We've been robbed. If you had one person, two, three, four people to work for you for 10 years, and you could work them 18 hours a day, no AFL, no CIO. You know, the AFL and CIO mm -hmm. is separate. Now they want no AFSCME. Right. No UAW, no labor mm -hmm. law, no none of that. 18 hours a day. Can't see morning, can't see dawn. Uh, uh, not shop till you drop, work till you die. If you're able to do this, you become rich and powerful mm -hmm. real fast and in a hurry. White supremacy says, the Industrial Revolution is what made this country the superpower. No. All of y'all had our forefathers and our foremothers. And that's why we got things going the way they are now. And that is why they have 12 times the wealth that we have. We believe in the book the book, and the ballot. Now, the book can be the Bible. It can be the Torah. It can be the Quran. It can be per M. Heru, the book of the coming forth by day. Uh, it can be physics. It can be mathematics. It could be uh, Black's Law. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, attorney. Hugo, man, it could be Black's Law Dictionary. The book. Get your knowledge on. Get your money. There's a science to money. The dollar circulates in everybody's community. 
several times. Ours it just go. Because right. we've been tricked into having a never-ending picket line on black businesses. Mm -hmm. No signs, no marching. You just march by. Right. You ride by. Mm -hmm. Motorcycle right past. Black businesses begging for our support. Mm -hmm. You get your mind, you get your money together, and it gives strength to your ballot. The book, the buck, and the ballot. Those are the weapons that we are trying to use based off of love, based off of respect, based off of uh, communication. Uh, the book, the buck, the ballot. Mm -hmm. To move this ball down the field. Other people got their knowledge, their education together. They got their money together and their ballot matters. When people running for Senate, S-I-N, running mm -hmm. for Senate, go before Italians, go before Jews, go before this group, they try. They don't always do it, but they try to honor their promises. But with us, as soon as they lead a meeting, they done threw them promises out of the way. If we had some structure, some discipline, some commitment, some real love for one another, we mm -hmm. can pull this thing off. We can decide who gets rich and who goes on welfare. We right. can decide that with our money. They do not respect us. They do not respect black lives. Obviously, obviously, obviously. But they will respect our money. Mm -hmm. They will respect that. No doubt. Right. Uh, yeah, you're right. So you said the book, the ballot. The book, and the, the, book, the book, the ballot. And then the ballot. Uh -huh. Those is the key. That's our Those key. Those are the key. Yeah. That's my key. But it's all based on love. Right. And I have beef sometimes with, you know, uh, you know, longevity has its place, Dr. King said. Mm -hmm. And I guess uh, I'm an OG, uh, <laughs> the younger revolutionaries. <laughs> uh, you know, they like to argue. We, we, we need national liberation. Well, yes. We need global liberation. <laughs> I'm with it. But how are you going to do anything without love? Right. What's the song say? What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's, it's the only thing that's just too little love. With all due respect, uh, <laughs> Elohim, we don't need another mountain. We're good. We need love. Exactly. To get that national liberation. To get that international liberation. What I'm saying is, if you don't love children, don't teach school. Right. Don't teach school. It's not rocket science. 
You don't like to heal people, but you want to be a doctor strictly for the money. To hell with that. Now, you need money. Don't get me wrong. In the words, if a man don't work, a man don't eat. I read that. I understand. But don't become a doctor. Money can't be, although we need money, it can't be the first thing. And right. a damn show can't be the only thing. Do it out of love. Right. And the money is second. Will yeah. Yeah. The money will follow. First, you got to love yourself. You got to love yourself. Some, yeah, because some of us, you know, we don't even love ourselves. Mm -hmm. So how can we love or care about anybody else if mm -hmm. we don't even have the love is the foundation? And, yes. and that's and then you can pick up the other keys. But if you don't even have love for yourself, mm -hmm. you don't have love for the people surrounding you. You can't love your community. <laughs> you don't love nothing. And so I love and the Lord. you don't even have that. Fear the Lord. Even... Say fear the Lord. This is the first sign of wisdom. And yeah. it don't mean like this. My knees is, oh God, my knee. Right. Reverence. Reverence. Honor. Respect. It's some shite I can't do to you because right. there's a God. Right. You follow me? Yeah. It, it puts us in check on some things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It'll put white folks in check on what they're doing to everybody, none more than what they've done to us, because we're always their favorite target. And it'll put us in check. Right. Because we've been tricked. Right. Scientifically mm -hmm. tricked into doing their evil work to mm -hmm. each other. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, Tony Hugo, Matt. Well, I wanted to say something. I'm so glad that we're having a discussion on accountability, but something happened uh, earlier this week that mm -hmm. I really think ties in in a discussion on accountability, all right? Okay. Now, earlier this week, I saw breaking news where they had leaked from the U.S. Supreme Court uh, a draft of a uh, opinion on the issue mm -hmm. of abortion uh, written by Justice Alito. Now, it's not official. Uh, it's, it's a draft. It's, it's a quote-unquote leak. Um, but I have every reason to believe that that is what is going to happen, and they've got five votes to ride with it, which will essentially uh, eliminate um, abortion in terms of a federal right. Whether you have a state right to it or not remains to be seen, but a federal right. So when I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about, and I'm just going to talk about the Democrats right now, how that has become a rallying cry to defend abortion rights. That has become a political issue now. Not that it has not always been a political issue, but it has become a political issue now. And what's happening is, is there's millions, now it's approaching a billion dollar mark of money being generated to keep that issue of abortion, and that's a focus and an impetus for people to vote, in other words, all right? In other words, vote to push back against the Supreme Court. And that's that's primarily the Democrats doing that. Not, not so much Republicans, but some primarily Democrats. You say, well, okay, uh, so what, Attorney Mack? That's, that's politics. But when it comes to Black folk, okay, when it comes to Black folk, and people come to our community and say, we want to defend 
pro-choice, okay? We need you to be sure to get out on vote on this single issue of defending a woman's right to choose, okay? Now, I personally believe in a woman's right to choose, all right? Because as a man, I don't think I'm qualified to tell a woman to endure something I would never have to endure myself, okay? Um, I'm not so full of myself that I think I can tell a woman what she must do with her body. Although I may have a personal feeling I'd rather, you know, abortions not occur, uh, uh, you know, but I'm certainly not going to put myself in a position of telling a woman what she can or cannot do. So when we have people coming into our community, and I'm, and I'm talking about the Democrats right now, that will encourage us to vote on this issue of pro-choice, I ask Black people to remember, education and the right to an education is a pro-choice issue. A right to universal health care is a pro-choice issue. A right to be free from police harassment, intimidation, and killing is a pro-choice issue. A right to have affirmative action where you will be judged by your ability and not discriminated historically because of the color of your skin is a pro-choice issue. Back in 2006 at the Northwest Activity Center, I heard a man named Al Sharpton say, affirmative action did not write my resume, but it made you read it, okay? So these are pro-choice issues that we have to confront. George Floyd, a pro-choice issue. So when you have people robocalling you and coming in, and I'm specifically talking about black women now because black women are the backbone of the Democratic Party. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Okay. So without the black woman vote, Joe Biden is never president. Never. Right. Never. So what I'm saying is, black women, the the you you who give life to earth to us, because no man walks the face of the earth without first obtaining the permissive will of a woman. You understand me? So so when you are approached on this issue about protecting your your right to reproduction and, and controlling that, that's true. But I just ask you, Black women, when these people approach you, say, let's talk about some other pro-choice issues, okay? What are you doing to support legislation, you know, in terms of George Floyd legislation, okay? You know, uh, in, in, in terms of Representative John Lewis legislation. Do you know that 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 the the, the leader of the Senate, okay, a man by the name of Chuck, <laughs> announced today they are forcing a vote on an abortion bill in the Senate. They're forcing a vote, and it'll be next week. That yeah. is at lightning speed, lightning speed. Now they don't intend to win because they don't have enough votes to overcome the filibuster, but they're doing it to make people be on the record as to where they are standing on this issue. So when they come to you in support of what Chuck Schumer is doing, and I understand and I agree with it, maybe ask the question, wouldn't it be wonderful if we had that same speed in terms of uh, 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 Representative Lewis, you know, uh, voting rights, civil rights? Wouldn't it be if we had the same speed on George Floyd legislation? Wouldn't it be right. the same speed on, on eliminating qualified immunity? Wouldn't mm -hmm. it be wonderful if we had the same speed on, uni on, on universal federal yeah. mandates for police law enforcement, yeah. what it cannot do with over 18,000 police agencies, over 750,000 police officers, each agency like a Andy of Mayberry that can make up their own damn rules and enforce yeah. it. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we had federal legislation on that? So black women, please, 
please, when you're having a discussion with people who want you to vote on that single issue, ask about the other pro-choice issues that affect you and the people you love the most. Right. And I want to add to this, to what you're saying also. When they talk about pro-life, they're, they're saying, you know, they're for pro-life, but they're also for pro-execution. You can't yeah. say yeah. you, you want to, you're for life and then you're killing people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and a lot of them innocent. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. there's a double standard. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to add that in there, Attorney Hugo, man. And, and, and how are you pro-life when, and, 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 and let me say this. This is my view, but I'm going somewhere. Mm -hmm. I feel life begins at the point of conception. That's life. Mm -hmm. And I know we are reptilian before we become human. I mean, we all know that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, however, How can I, as a man who cannot have a baby, going to tell you that you have to have a baby? See, that's not pro-life. That is just the mistreatment and subjugation of women. Uh, pro-life would be encouraging you not to have an abortion. Mm -hmm. Pro-life would be, we got some good jobs and some good training and a nice, clean, safe house for you and your baby to live in. And again, encouragement, not forcing you because see, rich women are still going to have their medical procedure. That's They're right. going to That's have right but it's going to force the poor and the poor into quacks offices, sneaking out the doctor's office in the alley. Again, uh, life is life. Life begins at the point of conception, but we cannot make a woman do these things. It is wrong. It is awful. She has a choice. If you want to be pro-life, don't have the MX missile at around $25 million a pop and call mm -hmm. it the peacekeeper. Mm -hmm. If you want to be pro-life, eradicate homelessness. That's right. If you That's want right. to be pro-life, eradicate abject poverty. Both mm -hmm. economic poverty and poverty of the spirit, which is permeating out here. If we want to be pro-life, Lady Liberty, they say she got the blindfold, but when we come in, I guess she she can smell us or something. Mm -hmm. uh, give justice to all. If you are pro-life, Stop these wars. Like, let's take the Ukraine quickly. Um, and what Russia is doing is wrong. 
what Putin is doing is war crimes, no doubt. Targeting civilians, raping. However, and I'm not justifying any of that evil, mm-hmm. but all the former Soviet Union nations, Soviet bloc, Warsaw Pact, have been slowly joining NATO ever since the wall came down and all that. They're joining NATO. And Russia is cordoned off. Now, you know, they taught us to love JFK. JFK, Martin, Bobby, and white Jesus (laughs) on our walls. That's what we had. JFK, uh, Bobby Kennedy, Martin, and white Jesus. He wasn't going to let the nuclear missiles in Cuba 90 miles away from Florida. The Russians, Russian government feels they're being blocked off. Uh, And the Ukraine was up to bat coming up to join uh, NATO. Now, it's wrong what he's doing. But check this out. They in leaving the war zone, told us to get to the back of the bus. You got some black people right now in detournment camps in some of the borderline nations like Poland and others. The white folks from the Ukraine, they own in the hotels now and getting services. Uh, But they're not telling us about that. They also not telling us about the rallies. I'm not blaming all Ukrainians. The rallies they had during World War II, during the Nazi invasion, they're coming in and they welcomed them. And you got some Nazis running around in the Ukraine now. That's true. Now, wrong is wrong. That's true. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to be killed. But how come you don't tell me about what's going on in the Congo where Patrick Loyola and his family came here and ended up in this state? What's going on there? What's going on in Somalia? What's going on in the Sudan? What's going on with Eritrea and Ethiopia? What's going on in Yemen? It's an Islamic nation. Most of the people are black. They don't tell you that. The United Mm -hmm. States and the Saudi Arabian and the United Arab Emirates working together, starving them, bombing them. They running around butt naked, blacker than you and me. But they say Allah. That's okay. That's okay. See, you make us care about it, and we should care because all life matters. We should care about white lives. We should. But damn, we should care about our own first. And they Yeah, and at, at whose expense? Right, they make us. They keep promoting it. But they don't mm-hmm. tell you nothing about... You, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. These things are by design. Yeah, and, and then... Tell us, Minister Malik Shabazz. What African nations are Malik? What African? Tell the people how many African nations are a part of NATO. None. There you go. 
None. You heard him. <laughs> not one. Well, not a one. And and, and 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 then you know, as a as a student of history, when I I hear about the atrocities that are going on in terms of Putin, I I agree. I mean, I mean there 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 are some atrocities that mm -hmm. go on, but one of the responsibilities of somebody who believes in justice, we don't pick and choose winners. We don't pick and choose losers. Justice is justice in and of itself. All right. Mm -hmm. So when justice reigns, I don't care if you say you are a winner or a loser. Mm -hmm. Let God be true and every man a lie. So mm -hmm. what I'm saying is, is this, the, the, the justice says when we were in Vietnam, mm. there was a situation called Mi Lai, okay? Mm. Lai, an absolute massacre that we tried to cover up and say war is hell. You know, we can't penalize our sword for the center of themselves. And believe me, I have utmost respect for our military, for the men and women that go and die. But what I'm saying is murder mm. is never a justification for what we consider a righteous cause. That's because right. when we murder, the minute we murder, in other words, we slaughter the defenseless, our cause is no longer righteous. Mm -hmm. Our cause is no longer righteous. So when, when I hear about the atrocities in the Ukraine, I think about our own nation. I think mm -hmm. about how we need to be very, very circumspect in analyzing and saying somebody else's neighborhood is filthier than ours. I would remind you, the United States of America, my country that I love and will die for, mm -hmm. is the only nation on the face of the earth that not once, but twice, but twice, dropped nuclear weapons on another people. Mm -hmm. People that were incinerated like they were put in the middle of a, of a, of a blast furnace. That's right. Men, women, children, mm -hmm. you understand? Not once, but twice. Mm -hmm. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So what I'm saying is, when I look at the devastation in Ukraine, I've never seen more devastation than the aftermath of a nuclear blast. I've never seen it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what I'm saying is, is that while we do fight against Putin and, 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 and tyranny, we need to understand the fact that we need to be cautious in what we have done in defense of our own nation. Mm -hmm. that's, all mm -hmm. that's, that's all I'm saying. So right. I think that will give us more of a of a of a proper focus on these things while we talk about Putin and, and try to resolve him. But I just think sometimes we in America we tend to be somewhat myopic, okay, and talk about atrocities elsewhere when we've got a whole bunch of atrocities that we need to atone for ourselves. Right. And if I could, you know, follow on that up and again. Mm -hmm. I supported him twice, Obama and Libya. Here's the mainstream media again, the mad dog of the Middle East. He's a terrorist. In Libya, you know, Chairman Mao in China had the red book. Gaddafi had the green book. In the green book, Gaddafi stated basically that the black man is the original man. 
and that justice will not be restored to the planet until the black man becomes the king of the earth again. In Libya under Gaddafi, you get married, he is 50 grand. The oil. You have a baby, here's another 50 grand. Health care was true. And I thank God for Obamacare. It helped. It helped. But it's not universal and free health care. It's not. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. moved us, but they have free health care. College, free. The United States and Macron, France, and he just defeated the female Trump. Well, let's salute him. You know, NATO overthrew Gaddafi. Overthrew. Gaddafi was helping freedom movements. Gaddafi sending medical doctors around the planet. They took the head of state and in broad daylight bayoneted him, sodomized him with a bayonet and then shot him. And now black people today are being sold for $400 and fifty dollars a pop. See, that wasn't going on when the madman of the Middle East was in charge of Libya, but it's going on today. So I'm saying they're dictating to us what to care about and what not to care about by emphasis. Look, and uh Sam Riddle and my good friend, uh brother Machete. Love him. I remember when he was the assistant minister at Monster Number One. But those those my words, uh, Jay. Mac Devils, Taco Hell, Kentucky mm -hmm. Fried Cracker, White Casket. That's <laughs> me. But nevertheless, uh, <laughs> it's all of God. All inspiration. It's all of God. But that's me. But but uh uh they teach us what to focus on. They play with our emotions. When the Ukraine first got invaded, look at it. Go dig up the tapes and look at the reporters. This is a white, civilized country. This, this is not Syria or a nation in, then they, in Africa. Then the white folks try to walk it back three, four days later. Uh, see, they, they play with us. Black people are being enslaved right now in Libya. That mm -hmm. did not exist under Gaddafi. They manufacture enemies for us to fight, for us to fight. Like you got a Coca-Cola line and the bottle moves here and you shoot the thing and it go down. They manufacture enemies for us. But we need to tell them, your enemies are not necessarily my enemies. Now, yes, I live here. I live here. 
and I want this country to do better. Mm-hmm. But unless somebody is putting tanks out here, another country putting tanks out here on the street, here, I, 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 I mean, no, just I got relatives who serve, and I honor you. I'm a lot older. I'm a little bit wiser than the guy I used to be. I honor all those who serve. I'm talking about me. Unless they put tank, I'm not doing it. Because mm-hmm. your enemies ain't my enemies. Mm-hmm. But I honor those black people who fought for this country in every mm-hmm. war and got treated worse than a dog there and upon coming home. Mm-hmm. I honor them and we benefit by uh, their sacrifice. And this mm-hmm. country wouldn't have won any war without our help. But there's mm-hmm. a final war that must be won. It's for everybody. Yeah, Women have to be set free. Women are not free. Women are not. Women have to be raised up. Right. It's not about a woman being able to do everything that a man can do. It's that she can do everything that I can't do. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. We have to honor the womb that gave birth mm-hmm. to us. My mother was a woman. My grandmama a woman. My big mamas are women. Women is God's workshop in that womb. That's where the master does his thing. Mm-hmm. And the answer to our problems is in the womb of a black woman. And we mm-hmm. have to honor black women. And again, make y'all queens and we become kings and we work this thing together. Right. And that's why we wear, mm-hmm. you know, the arm, the cross. And I wear a cross sometimes. Sometimes I wear a crucifix, and there's a difference in the two. Mm-hmm. But the cross originally was a sign of peace. Somebody else made it a lynching. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. didn't just lynch the Savior. They lynched a whole lot of other people, too. The mm-hmm. cross was a symbol of peace. Mm-hmm. It was turned into murder, a state assassination. Mm-hmm. But the Ankh the world's first recorded cross symbolizing the womb of the woman and the sex organ of the man and the unity between is the key to life. Oftentimes in the hieroglyphs, whose proper name is Medunetter or Medunetcher, the sacred language or writings of God, you'll see Pharaoh holdness because it's a key to open a door, or he got it down here in his hand. It's a key. But I do wear a cross sometimes or a crucifix. I mean, you know, it's all good. But we need to know what's, you know, at least behind it, you know, behind it all. So I want to thank you, Minister Malik Shabazz, for coming on with us today. This uh, conversation has been very enlightening. Um. We know that we have so much work to do and it's up to us, you know, like you were saying about reading and learning. We have to know ourselves. 
And once we know ourselves, then we can, you know, stand up and fight for ourselves. Mm -hmm. But so thank you so much. I thank you again. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I have I missed have the show, but I get uptight when y'all take them two, three weeks breaks. I get a little uptight. <laughs> I, all, I do because I watch you. But like right. I said, I rarely watch you live. I think once. Right. I always get it the next day or two, three. And then after I watch it, I send it out. And so yeah. everybody out there watching, support this show. Support our great panelists, uh, 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 Attorney Matt. Uh, Reverend Tia Littlejohn, Jay Love, uh, um, Trisha Duckworth, support. These are people who are yeah. doing something in their area. We all don't have to do the same thing at the same time. We just right. got to have some unity. Right. You know, exactly. you do fundraiser, we come and we send some money. The right. Rev, come and send some money. You, you know, we all work together. Right. We support each other, but we all got our own craft in this thing. We right. need unity without uniformity, and we can do this. Right. And I'm just honored to. I was wondering if I was ever going to be asked. <laughs> hey, man. I was. Ah. She be having a bomb guest, but. <laughs> I'm glad you were, yes, when you said yes, I was like. <laughs> I was waiting. Oh, okay. I was, I was when like, we, when you got off the phone, I was over. like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have you back because there is so much that we need to learn. And thank, thank you, you so for much. joining us. Thank and thank you, you uh, everyone, for watching us. Um, like I said, every week. Um, to learn more about the justice for Gerard and this wrongful conviction and the movement, just go to change.org slash justice for Gerard. Please sign and share the petition. And next week, we're going to have on uh, a regular, another regular, Hakeem uh, Adua, Hakeem, and we're going to be talking about uh, understanding your Miranda rights with... Um, Mr. Abdul Hakeem, another justice warrior. Thank you, everyone. We will see you um, next week on Turning a Moment into a Movement. Yeah.